0: to <laughs> oh, <Lord.
1: laughs> Okay everybody, welcome to oh So Insecure. Um yeah, this Sunday was uh was a bit of a tearjerker. It had my emotions all over the place, but that's what we're here for, the fellowship with the uh the Church of Insecure. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, before diving into this episode, uh, I have two very special guests with me today for this very special episode. And uh, we'll go ahead and get the ball rolling. Curtis, if you want to, excuse me, Trillificent, you want to go ahead and tell the folks who you are.
2: <laughs> very special! <laughs> What's up, y'all? It's Curtis, a.k.a. Trillificent, making my triumphant return uh, from... Yes. was that week six uh, right. or episode six the lost episode so i wasn't gonna let a whole season of oh so insecure come out without y'all hearing me on this show so here i is eyes ready and with us we also have the immaculate miss jackie hey y'all
3: it's i'm just jackie better known to miss jackie too most of y'all how y'all doing <laughs> how you doing I'm doing good. I'm, I'm super excited to be up here with two, two of my brothers. So,
1: yeah. Yes, Come uh, on, podcast family. One whole half of the, uh, <laughs> hey, the pod panel. Show. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I was yeah. just about to say. Right, right. And speaking about, of make six, sure y'all it? check out the pod panel on the Johnny Fick podcast feed. Uh, most recent episode was, what's the title? Hmm?
2: Lit.
3: The Andrew one, right?
2: Lit. the most recent episode was lit yeah i think what's the episode what's it called like andrew andrew i okay. think it said
3: andrew is yeah, back and yeah, yeah. game so of thrones was out. lit so i'll
1: leave yeah. that link in the show
2: notes as yeah. well
1: uh, okay y'all we here for this um this boxing rats this mess thing. yeah <laughs> <laughs> some of everything um <sighs> i guess any initial thoughts from you guys about this the finale as a whole
2: Um, for me, I had to... Now, I'm not going to lie. When I watched it last night, I was... Hmm, I don't want to say disappointed. I guess I was expecting something different. And when I re-watched it before we started recording, I was able to appreciate the episode for what it was. I think the format change yeah, of the yeah, show definitely. definitely threw people off. And the downplay of the drama because the way the season has been building up, building up, building up, building up up. and then last week's episode was so out of control that people wanted to see fireworks, they wanted to see wigs tossed (laughs) they wanted to see Edge of Singed and they really reined it back in and told the story versus drama for the sake of drama I guess because I think last week was supposed to be the climax and now this week was the aftermath so i think that they did a really good job i, I like the way that they did it it feels like they opened it up for the storyline to take some different directions and not this you know <laughs> sonic versus knuckles right, race right. that we have with Issa and lawrence so cool. i'm excited good for that that's thoughts,
1: thoughts. terrific jackie what about you any uh initial thoughts
3: well, damn, Curtis just wrapped everything up and up didn't and he? No, fun, no, didn't he? No. Damn. I my he did. I'm like, damn, oh, wow. what am I gonna say? But no, um, to me, as a whole, I think season two, I, I think they did... I think they did a great job with piecing it together. Um, mm-hmm. Nobody was expecting huh. the ending. I, I wasn't. I really wasn't expecting that. <laughs> I didn't cry, you know, but... I think at some point I realized, I was like, nah, they about to, mm-hmm, they about to mm-hmm. pull the wool from over our eyes, so yeah, but it was, it, everything was done and was laid out tastefully. I like how they yeah. kind of like went back and mm-hmm. kind of narrated bits and pieces and mm-hmm. brought you back around full circle. And, um, I, I like and I like the part where these young huh. adults were starting to own up to yes. their own shit. Yes. You know, and not blaming... Not blaming other people and situations around them, they mm. you know they own up to their own shit. and um, <laughs> but look, 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 we're we gonna are we gonna nitpick at are yeah, we gonna like well, dig well, into each well, character okay, what, or
1: what do you want to do? Let's
3: do that. No, okay. no, okay, then I'll hold my thought on that. Then all I want to say as a whole, <laughs> I I love the whole season. I'm glad it didn't like Curtis yeah. said, they they left room for. Mm. Yeah. More, more, story, and I, f- I feel
1: the same way. Know? I really like the switch up of the format, which made this episode seem a little bit kind of more special. Even if you didn't like the episode, it was clearly something something like a Groundhog's Day style. Uh, or what is that? <laughs> that Marlins movie, mm-hmm. Naked, or the movie with the white girl who keeps dying over and over, like that yeah. repeat. I like that. No, it's, ah! I, know, I, I can't remember. Uh-huh. That. Happy Death Day, that's what it is. <laughs> but, um, but no, overall
2: it's kind of like a point of view type thing so they show the same thing happening but from different points of view so you get right. like a 360 right. view of and what's that, happening that, that I get scene, what you're saying
1: um, what is it uh, there's three sides to the story your side, their side, and the truth it's like I, I like that little mix of um, I don't know, just the way that it was laid out for you and that it was so different <sighs>
2: speaking of being laid out I thought about this earlier and the juxtaposition of Lawrence mm-hmm. kind of ascending to a degree at least yeah. uh, career wise and mm-hmm. Issa falling and hitting rock bottom let me tell you something I was very very triggered like my heart had palpitations I was like are y'all right. Putting, right. like is this my life? what is even happening right now? so <laughs> I agree with both of y'all. I agree with uh, Miss Jackie that the the storytelling was very, very good. And it just did a, a good yeah. job of, with the presentation of everything. But I'll <laughs> save the rest of my thoughts <laughs> as drum. we dig in to the, <laughs> so, um, the raggedy. That
1: being said, we're going to dive uh, into Lawrence, uh. who had his first set of 30 Days with Lawrence. And uh, from the, the marathon to the drama in the car to the... Potential breaking up of lovers to going to East's house. I don't even want to bring Lawrence Hive into this and none of that because I'm just, I have mixed feelings. (laughs) What is there to
2: hive about at this point? Like, Uh, the reason why I say that, let me say this because Lawrence's story and the way that they wrapped it up with this episode, a lot of people are, let me let's be honest, a lot of men are not going to be able to relate because the whole season has been Lawrence trying to fuck his way through his feelings. And finally really? that breakdown of him not being able to do it and having to yeah. come to grips with his emotions and be a be adult about it and have that, mm-hmm. converse, that difficult conversation or even if you can't have that conversation, do that emotional work. Now granted, it took yeah, partner snatching his ass balls to be able to take. do it. Yeah. But he did do it, and I think the point all the way up to that car scene is where a lot of people would fall off, because you can log into Twitter at any point and know that these right, niggas right, out right, here right. are not doing that emotional work. So, again, kudos out to the writing of the show, mm-hmm. because it was good to see that. Granted, Lawrence still has some work to do. I wish he was able to or hopefully this is the beginning of him learning how to manage mm-hmm. those things without a woman right right doing something to him you know being proactive versus reactive yeah but again, what is there to hive about it at this point? Like everybody's just doing their best. Everyone just promised so the train, that's, that's to train. the I along this,
1: this particular episode. I kind of felt like any hive, quote-unquote, was like demolished for me, for Issa, for Lawrence, for Molly, because it, it, um, the way they were presented seemed if this makes any sense, more authentic in this episode. There was no battle of the sexes. There was no bumping heads. There was just this growth and this emotional maturity Even to kind of flash forward a little bit with Issa in that final scene, talking about you know I'm sleep on the couch like that little situation there, it was still like now it's just insecure hive hell. It's it's just standing for the show.
2: Yeah, well, uh, I have (laughs) questions about that last scene, but we'll get there. We'll get there.
3: Yes, we're gonna get there, honey. We're gonna get there. But um, for me, um, Lawrence as a whole. I mean he was disappointing at the end of season 1. He was disappointing the whole season to me. <laughs> I'm serious, he was disappointing the whole season to me. Until, you know, the last couple of episodes and everything. Um I mean, you can see his growth. You can see his I, I feel like he had a decline before he started yeah. You know, getting to that growth point, though. I don't. I just he, all the choices that he made—they were—they were was just fucked up. Yeah. Them choices fucked up. And I'll be sitting there watching Insecure from a forty-three-year-old's mind, saying, <laughs> "No, no, why, why, blah, blah." But see, what, you know, once I chop it up with myself, and I'm yeah. like, "Well, Jackie, these—they're young. They're young. Mm. And I know what I did when I was young." Because sometimes this writing is hard for me, you know, because I've been through some of this stuff and already surpassed it. And then to watch, you know, these these young black women and men on the TV show go through their, you know, go through their trials Mm -hmm. and temptations and struggles and all that stuff. (laughs) And it's like, ah, It's, this should be real. You hear me? This shit be real. This this insecure stuff be like Curtis said, <laughs> Is you telling yes. my life. Climbing <laughs> all our heads, yeah.
1: Shit.
3: Okay. Snatching yes. edges, shit, and tearing legs yes. off, like Curtis said.
2: <laughs> That's what makes the show so good though, is that it is actually relatable. I can't I can't even tell y'all how many people on the timeline, like if you just look at the tweets, you you can see whose lives are being depicted on the TV screen. People that I know that have gone through this, situations that I'm looking at myself like, well, shit. But again, it's just a shout out to the right, like it's brilliant. Even some of the topics where people were feeling like yeah. they were a little out of touch, I think that just depends on your yeah. circle and who you surround yourself with. But right. overall, the way that they put everything together i mean the presentation is really what it is they really make it seem like right right hey nigga you this this you mm-hmm. when you're watching it you're like well shit even if
1: you don't feel like everything <laughs> it means- is you i feel like it's written from such an honest place that a lot of this stuff is so familiar like i have you know not dealt in every issue that Issa had but I've been somewhere close or somebody near me has been through this or you know a friend of a friend so it feels very honest very genuine and this is the product you get when you have properties that are being made made, maintained and held by people of color who can speak to their own experience you get something that's so well put together and delivered and I I stand for this show (laughs)
2: I was about to say, look, Hicko Rain about to start standing. He's going to start stumbling over you his words. You know that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
0: <laughs>
2: I'm oh, here look, for it, look. though. You know, I stand for you, too, so <laughs> that's why I know. I'm like, Hicko Rain. I, look, I if can I, I can meet her, oh,
1: man, if I can meet her.
2: Look. <laughs> He's like a kid on Christmas. Oh, man.
1: But, um, no, I think I'm very happy with Lawrence and his growth. Um... I'm very happy that Aparna, and this may be too thinking too deep into it, or maybe it's not, but the fact that he had to go through all this bullshit with white women fetishizing him, to him getting these googly eyes over this light-skinned, racially ambiguous woman, and she was the one to be like, nigga, I'm not dealing with this. And I, it's not to
2: Mm-hmm. Listen, when she hit him with that, wow! Car. I was like, "Oh shit, here we go." But shout out to Aparna because, and I don't know if this was just the way the character was written or if this was intentional, but Aparna was the whole phase rotation that both Lawrence and isa wish they could be. She was so just like. Okay, we were drunk and we fucked a couple of times. What's the big deal? And Lawrence is like,
3: I mean, you can't
2: get no right. closer. And she's like, not to me. Like she was what Issa wishes she mm. could have been in with her hotation. That whole listen, that whole that orb, the orbit of that hotation Don't was do- never lined in the stars. Issa. I'm sorry, mm. it just wasn't. It just wasn't. And it's the same with Lawrence. Like, but like I said, it's interesting especially with the the recent article i think that came out with oh, isa saying that the show is written basically right, right. it's not written for mm-hmm. dudes quote-unquote it's written for women but women's yeah eyesight is usually the truth and you can see again the truth of lawrence this whole season trying to fuck through his feelings of the breakup rather than deal with them and dragging these women into it. Well, I mean, I guess still, the white girls, I mean, that they drag still, him. He still made that decision,
1: but. Another, <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And can we just give a nod Listen. to all of the song choices? Like the song that I was made yes. when Lawrence walked Why? into Issa's Look, building. I was like, okay, I even see that the y'all very last Issa like did that, and whoever in
1: mm-hmm. her camp decided to, yeah. <laughs>
2: That whole team, they did
1: that. Oh God.
2: So, uh, don't, but all right, shout out <laughs> to Lawrence, I guess. I mean, <laughs> yeah,
3: shout what? out to yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, I'm still a little salty about that fight for last week, and it's not just him. I'm salty at Issa too. Um, mm-hmm. I just hope that this means that Lawrence will start getting his shit together. And to be, let's be honest, let's be very clear. Lawrence need not listen to his homeboys because they, they have, have led him astray the whole season own right,
1: where you playing catch up you, you ain't Chad <laughs> you ain't Derek that was
2: uh... right Derek talking about and I checked him and Aren't now he ain't there even... no more and I'm just thinking to myself but Lawrence is not in a relationship exactly. with the partner so what is he checking he need to check himself what he needs, and that's why that shit blew up in his face. A so partner was like, Well, see what I'm not gonna be dealing okay. with you. the dick wasn't good enough for you to be stressing me like this. Check
1: you hit it. <laughs> yes,
0: point
2: out the lie, point out the
1: lie. Y'all like, no, but but no, yeah, I think I think if I can call you want to, that, don't mean <laughs> that,
2: you know what, I'm not. No, gonna go I, here, as right? much as I'm, I'm standing for his
1: golf <laughs> and everything, I do see where he's just still fucking up. And it's like, just because you have a pretty decent job, you have a new place, you have a, you know, a little nice car, that's not masking the fact that you're still fucking up. You know, as
3: Yeah. He
2: was, he was hurting. And I get that. I get it. I just... It's hard for me to have a lot of sympathy for people that are mm-hmm. fucking up when they're hurting. I get it. It's just... It's hard for me because sometimes you just need to sit down and think to yourself and have those conversations with yourself but people a lot of times are looking for something on the outside to have all the answers versus again doing that emotional work and figuring out what the hell is going on and why you keep fucking up like Lawrence fucked up so much this season I was really just like so you just not gonna sit down and have Uh a come to Jesus uh moment with yourself (laughs) Because I do. You have been fucking up left and right, and then the whole. My only con- or one of my concerns with Lawrence is that situation with right. the partner because y'all work together, and that foolishness from the beginning. Like I get it, googly eyes, and you know you supposed to be a man. You can't help yourself. It's you know free pussy running around or whatever. I don't know. But again, y'all. Lawrence, I just want Lawrence to start thinking with yeah. his head more and less with his dick.
3: Yeah, and we with You need his to do better. You need to do better, but have we, have we actually taken consideration how long were him and Issa together before they broke up?
2: Five years.
3: Okay, and they're young, so
2: right. Neither mm-hmm. one
3: of them probably don't really know anybody else yeah. intimate. Mm. You know, as they as well as they know each other. You know what I mean. So, I don't know. Maybe that got something to do with it, with Lawrence's uh yeah. childish, immature be. choices he, he made this season.
1: like we haven't um gotten his home That's life tough. like we've gotten Issa and Molly. So I wonder, like. Is his mom? Would she be, you know, a aunt, a sister, a cousin? Like, I want, like, did he move to LA for school? Like, I don't even know if he's from LA, you know, since they met in college. So, yeah, I'm just, I'm curious about what women in his life are. What are they like?
2: That's a good point. Well, no. Yeah. <laughs>
1: move on to. <laughs> yeah, we, we done with that trash. <laughs> oh.
2: Yeah. <damn. laughs>
1: well, Molly,
2: Dom. Shout out to uh, shout out to Lawrence's sweater though. I was gonna drag him for that sweater in that scene with Issa, but Sing, I okay. was like, I have a sweater okay. like this. <laughs> yeah, no,
1: that was, well, that was a
2: pretty interesting little This sometimes sweater. you just need a nice tan-colored rib sweater, you know, very okay. old navy. I I rock with it.
3: Yeah, yeah, but she was dressed all yeah warm looking.
2: She was dressed like a rug. And that's fine.
3: You know what? It was. that was.
1: And you, she know, was. But you know, speaking of, I'm glad that the but it was cute wardrobe on her. department or whoever, because I've never been to LA, so I don't know if this is just how people dress. But I do know that when you get alternative type black people, you know, we like to do stuff with our hair. We like to do stuff with our makeup, with our clothes and shoes. I do like that this is kind of cementing a moment in time. Like, if you take a look back at Martin or Living Single, they wore the HBCU clothing. They had a very specific 90s look. Again, I've never been to L.A., so I don't know if this is just how mm-hmm. they look, but I know that it's very different from the black people I've seen on Greenleaf or Queen Sugar. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a very different aesthetic. There right. And I do appreciate that. <laughs> I
3: agree with you on that one, yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think it, it's a highlight of the different mm-hmm. places in their lives that they are with those different shows. And obviously, ge- right. geography is a big factor on the style of dress. Mm-hmm. But sh- I mean, yeah, they but... kept it fly the whole season. Now granted, some I of that shit... That mm-hmm. too.
3: The whole wardrobe was dope. The whole... Everybody all through the season yeah, like even Man. in the beginning
2: Issa with that nigga sweatshirt that $200 on. ass sweatshirt my question on that real quick is I wonder if the sweatshirt was always $200 right, right, right. or if they found out that it was going to be on the show and they were like well we can make $160 <laughs> each sweatshirt in the middle they could sell it for that much I don't know because I'm sorry. A $200 sweatshirt. Uh, I better be able to fly out this motherfucker. Uh, $200 for right. a sweatshirt that says no, niggas like on that. it. That better. It better give me the wisdom you and strength what? of every nigga not... that's ever walked this <laughs> planet.
0: You $200 for.
1: No. Can we take a moment to appreciate Do North and how much that needs to be a real show? Uh, web series
2: shout out, to, uh, shout out to Natasha Rothwell for writing it and all the yes. people that were in it uh, Regina Hall and Scott Lee and the other people like it was Ugh. good Michael J White came out of nowhere when I are
0: not it I holler
2: like, that goes without saying <laughs> and then he kept and then he kept pushing him over because he only had one leg <laughs>
1: I want have y'all seen Dear White People on Netflix cause they they do something no, it's so no. they take um, Iyanla Fix My Life and they have a, a parody of that and a parody of Scandal and I just want somebody somewhere to collect all of Do North oh. that Iyanla show and that Scandal show like, it's just so fucking it's just as ridiculous as Do North and hilarious as <laughs> him yes
2: so so funny though I really hope that they keep that theme going and maybe they'll give us, like, a different yeah, behind-the-show show. show. I, I don't think they'll—I doubt they'll probably do the same thing next season. Yeah. But if we get a different show that they all— and the way they <laughs> wove it into yeah. the actual yeah. story, like, everybody watches it. But they're all talking about it. Lauren <laughs> snatching Chad's wig and acting like he don't— sit there rewinding it and taking notes he probably do yeah. podcasts about his yeah, damn well, you self know, what
1: is, was it Breaking Bad where they had uh, that show Better Call and... Saul because I've never seen it but I know Better Call Saul was a TV show on Breaking Bad and it became a real TV show so if we can if we can do that yeah, it was a I, I, I didn't either I found it out I maybe a year that. ago because um, I was never into Breaking Bad but I was like okay that's a smart yeah. way to kind of test out a show with the audience, while you know making money on another mm. show, but I thought if they can do that to Do North, I'll be there watching every night faithfully. So.
2: <laughs> I mean, I think it, it's funny, but I don't know if it has enough to stand on its own and be like a whole show. I don't know who I don't know hey, who would you pick know it you up. up? Yeah, you know, The Simpsons is animated though. And then that's you look at the people play. that are in it, I don't see them like committing okay. to that. But anyway, so, that's uh, beside the point.
1: Going a little, it was little funny. Our next little 30, 30 days in the life of was Molly. And, uh Molly see, just, girl. just, ahead, girl. girl.
2: I want to win. I want Molly to win so bad. And Molly, I'm just... <laughs> Molly... <laughs> Molly is triggering for me because Molly is Uh the character that I relate to the most because as far as work goes she is 100% on it Mm. and everything else is a shit show and I just I want her to do better I want her to make better decisions Oh, Jackie. Molly, girl, why? Why you just? You got any Molly? thoughts on Molly, Jackie?
3: I'm so, I'm so mad at Molly. You know,
0: yeah.
3: from where she came from, season one. You know how it ended. Came back in season, you know, season two, and then I'm so disappointed in Molly. She was doing so good. She actually had some. Some yeah. decent guys, inter- mm-hmm. you know, interested in her, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
3: and then you you end up hooking up with your homie from high school, mm-hmm. and he's married, <laughs> and, he's
2: married <laughs> and
3: allegedly, you know, is allowed to, yeah, you know, partner up outside the marriage.
2: Well, okay, so here's an interesting thing that I thought about earlier because Dro says that the marriage is open and let's just go with the assumption that that is true my issue with Molly fucking Dro is that it's not just sex to her if it was just sex I wouldn't have an issue with it but it's clear that Molly has deep feelings for him might be in falling in love or already in love with him that is where she's fucking up to me because you can't fall in love with somebody that's already married. It's just not going to work in your the odds are not in your favor, sweetheart. Because there's a difference between an open marriage and mm-hmm, having mm-hmm. a polyamorous relationship. Because in my mind, I'm thinking your marriage is open, so yeah, you may be free to sling dick wherever you want to, but that does not mean that you should be whining and dining women and getting into whole relationships not saying that that's droves intention, but it's clear that that's the vein yeah. that Molly is on and she's yeah. in danger on that respect if she was just like this is just some good dick I ain't found none anywhere else in LA so come here and give me that long backstroke I would be like okay fine cool but well, it's,
3: shit it's y'all was clear. watching them be all intimate yeah. and running baths and but taking exactly, baths and all that that's stuff that's the problem it's like a
2: relationship and where it should not be because unless he comes back and say well actually you know I mean yeah our marriage is open but we're also polyamorous meaning we can have a whole emotional relationships with other people Molly's still in danger danger. you're in danger girl you just you gotta do better pack your (laughs) wigs and keep it trucking
0: mm,
1: so you're in danger girl I don't see it that way serious danger no I'll say I see where you're coming from, and I do agree to an extent. Um, my issue is with the wording because "open" could very well mean you can carry on a somewhat of a relationship with somebody because it all depends on how him and Candace, um, uh define their openness. With me looking back on the episodes, I still I'm for her and Drow, but I see this is where I agree with you at where she's in danger because you're not
2: getting clarity. That's my issue. Cause we... it's not well it's not only yeah. that I, I, I mean that was why I brought it up because I thought about it but the thing is ultimately Drow is not going that's, to be able to give Molly what she wants mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. where she's in danger again if she was just like this is some stand in dick until I find mm-hmm. some for life dick I would be like well Molly you know swing from the chandelier do what you gotta do break that nigga off and in turn get yourself broke off but it just seems like she is falling deep and at some point she's going to get hurt and be devastated because he's still married he's still not going to be able to give her ultimately what she wants and I think just with everything going on it's easy to temporarily put that aside and you know, just have somebody fuck you good and go to Red Lobster, and it seems like that's where she was at the end of the episode. I just, I don't want, I don't want Molly to get hurt from this situation. That's, I guess, that's my main concern. I don't want her to to mm-hmm. set herself up for failure and be hurt because like, she has these deep feelings for her friend who's married and probably is not going to become unmarried mm-hmm. to be with her, and she's gonna have that same realization she had again. She's gonna have that same realization. I can't do this. I'm not getting what I want, et cetera, et cetera. So Good luck, Molly. Again. You know, straighten up your wig and do better. Okay.
1: You have any uh feelings, thoughts, or whatever on Molly's storyline and dro and all <laughs>
3: Ma- Molly is blocking her own blessings. She's her own worst enemy. She just made she was making so many great choices, you know. And then the issue came up where she mm-hmm. found out about her parents' marriage, so that was a letdown. And I I, I'm, I guess we're yeah. going to have to go with that was a trigger mm-hmm. for her to go ahead and sleep with Drew. You know, like, that's what because, the storyline takes. So.
2: Yeah, she was like, well, what's love anyway?
3: Yeah. But golly, these choices they're making is it's crazy. The cho- it's like- <laughs> Look, you better choice say high choice
1: high. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Good choice <laughs>
2: high. Can we be good choice <laughs> high? Let's yeah, clarify. I mean...
3: Shit. I... <laughs> Everybody just making the most... Yeah. They just making terrible decisions. I just swear.
2: Because yeah. I didn't even like the decision that she made when she yeah, was Quentin forced. at the office. I just felt like that was not... I understand that that was what they were building up to something happening between them like I said earlier maybe even on episode 6 we knew that they were going to have a waiting mm-hmm. to exhale moment we I saw it though. coming I just doing it at the office and sure. was bad choice number one but just I don't know I felt like she should have done something different with that instead of just jumping right into do you think he was the same choice?
1: Or yeah. Like, what
2: are your thoughts on? Well, because she said it, she was Kelly. when she was talking to Issa and uh Kelly, she was saying that he's supportive and X Y Z. Like he on again, it's the same thing with the guy. I forget his character's mm-hmm. name, but Sterling K. Brown, he's a good choice on paper. He's supportive. He wants to see me win, which is critical because a lot of these niggas do not want to see y'all win. I just I have to put it out there they want to see them panties drop or them boxer briefs drop but they don't want to see you win and it's a safe choice it's a not even a safe Mm -hmm. choice it's a good choice and i think oftentimes people confuse a good choice with a safe choice because they feel like if there's no drama if there's no element of danger then it's not it's not going to live up to what i think it's supposed to be listen Mm. y'all like Jackie said, you blocking your blessings with that bullshit. Everything doesn't have to be a damn Power Rangers battle. Especially not <laughs> get it together. And I don't know. I just I mean, I, I don't know what she mm-hmm. should have done or what she could have done differently. I just felt like her fucking Quentin mm-hmm. the way that that happened. Yeah. I didn't exactly. like do it. You? I don't know.
1: How do, did you feel watching that impromptu sex scene?
3: I, hey, look! I was like, "What, huh? <laughs> what?" I, I don't, I don't like it either. I mean, but yeah. obviously, it's in the storyline mm-hmm. for a reason. You know what I'm saying? But again, it's all about the choices, and I can see why she, you know, mm. you know, went on and went through with that decision. But
2: <laughs> whew, look, I need to stop fucking yeah. their coworkers. To yes. Be- honest that might be the beginning of it i mean again they set it up since they introduced him being funny making and she said it she was like he makes me laugh it's this thing with molly where everything on paper she has these check boxes and these men have been coming into her life checking all of them and she's just like nope nope no thank you i'm good let me go over here where the shit is murky and i mean i don't know does does good dick do that to you, Miss Jackie? I wouldn't know because I'm, you know, I'm a non-practicing gay, so
1: <laughs> I'm just. I don't like the judgment in your tone. These, these one liners <laughs> you got
0: going. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Not one liners.
3: <laughs> yeah, good loving can, uh, you know, yeah, alter your mind state. It can.
2: I just, you know, you get invested and you don't want to see the characters hurt. Because, again, with Molly, I see so much of myself in her. Again, with the career track that she's on. And the, yes, and we the talk about the disrespect look, of these white men pointing out a kindergarten star of achievement as a certificate and giving Bill it to her. No, she should have. <laughs> She should have went right to her desk resignation. and mm-hmm. sent that two weeks resignation mm-hmm. email that was sitting in her drafts. Well, after she called the other law place, law which, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and said I'll take it. Like if they're offering her more money and hopefully it won't so. be a bad situation like that. Can we, shout out to Kelly for her black breakdown black, of yeah, uh-huh. working for white people versus black cuz she was spot on with the right, white people. Right, right. She, you have to make them feel comfortable around you. I was like, "You better mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Say that, that. That whole work situation kind of blew me. <clears throat> and I'm um I'm happy that she shopped around trying to pretty much um raise the stakes with her uh with her worth or whatever, but I w- I didn't expect for them to make her a partner. I didn't expect for them to um even really entertain her, but What I really didn't expect was, like you said, that damn certificate of completion that they gave her, that fucked me up. And I'm like, I'm not even a black woman. This is just me existing in my own life. I don't know what. I mean, uh, yeah
2: as a black person I could relate and I'm sure as a black woman it was even more of a slap in the face especially knowing that the white boy does not work as hard as she does is not as good of a lawyer as she is Mm -hmm. and is already getting paid more right that in my bone marrow I was like oh no y'all 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 didn't have to do this you did not go onto word templates and print out this damn certificate that was such disrespect
3: it was it was, it was yeah. disrespectful, but it was it was needed in this you know in yeah. the storyline because it was this whole um, Molly and her work situation. It was just a whole, it, it was a whole other story within you know everybody's lives. So yeah.
2: I, you know what that's a good point because I've learned this in my short time in corporate America that a lot of times people will find. I don't know if it's a black thing. I don't think it's a black thing, but you know it's told from with the black lens. But a lot of times yeah. people get a job and they get complacent and even if shit is going sideways it's more comfortable to stay there where you mm-hmm. know what you're getting like Molly said versus shopping yourself around going mm-hmm. on interviews trying to find something different. So I agree with, with Jackie that yeah, it was definitely. important definitely. that they put that in there. Yeah.
1: I'm exhausted from fucking around with her. That's yeah. Okay. Even, and exhausting. I'm all for Drew. I'm all for Drew and Candace I'm all for Drew, Candace and Molly. But at the end, when she opened that door and it was Dro, I was like, okay, what the fuck is going on? Like I was. No, that was. I expected, that the,
2: no, that, was... I expected that the way she talked about Quentin. Mm. I was like, oh, she gonna go back to Dro? I was not. I was not surprised at all. Ah, when I rewatched it, and there was a scene mm. where Molly was in the bed and Issa called her, I thought. Dro was there in the shower then but I guess maybe I mean you don't know I don't know if that was Quentin there or Dro but when I saw that scene and then the scene where -hmm. she was talking about him with Issa and Kelly I said Molly's this is is not what I don't want to say it's not what she wants but it's not what Mm, she wanted at the time mm. and that was what led to her you know going back to Drew? especially Mm -hmm. because they kept peppering Drew in Mm -hmm. sending text messages the whole episode I said this is not over it's not over like Kirk Franklin said it's (laughs) not it ain't over (laughs) I just I mean I just hope she she getting the orgasms that she deserves because this just doesn't it just doesn't seem like this is a situation that's going to end well for her
1: Come back season three and this, all three of them together, you know. Um, it, I mean, but it I, at the same I, time, uh, all the shit that's been going oh, on no. so far, you know, it's one thing I like about the show is that I've given up on trying to predict a lot of things just because it's just good. I just want to enjoy it. But with the introduction of an open marriage and a relationship between people of color that's not fetishized and it's not over sexualized anything's possible you know Molly picked out the
2: I mean it's possible but I hope that they would if that were to happen I hope that they would show us the progression because just getting dick good and deciding okay well I'm I'm with this polyamorous thing I, that, it just doesn't fit point. her narrative cuz I mean so she had a So if nervous she goes right with her parents you know if and she that goes.
1: shit from years ago so
2: right but the mm. nervous breakdown is what led to her fucking Dro. It's a big leap from fucking Dro to, and we have to we have to realize that they planted the seeds for that already because she already knew that that marriage mm-hmm. was open because he told her up front. It would be different if she had just fucked him, and um, right, right, then had to deal with the fallout of oh shit, I just fucked the married man. But because she, mm-hmm. I don't know if that was on her mind at the time. But maybe subconsciously she knew, okay, I, I can do this because right, right, right. he's already let me know what the deal is. But again, that's a far stretch from, okay, the dick is good, or I had my breakdown. Mm-hmm. and That's what led to her fucking dro, but I don't see her going from fucking dro to some kind of polyamorous relationship mm-hmm. without mm-hmm. some kind of catalyst. <laughs> yeah. But we'll see. I don't... Molly is... As far as work goes, I think she's somewhat predictable, but her her love life and her sex life, that shit is unpredictable. Mm, right. Jamie Foxx told y'all.
3: Yeah. That's an emotional roller coaster shit. I don't know what's gonna happen with her, um with her a emotional either. roller
2: coaster and a okay. sexual revolution all at the <laughs> same time. you
1: right. <laughs> oh man. So I don't know. I mean, I guess that's kinda it for Molly. Um Yeah out <laughs> uh, the yeah, potatoes, Miss Issa, and uh, the gravy. Yeah, y'all go ahead. Tell, <laughs> tell me what you tell me what you thought about Miss Issa.
2: Miss <laughs> Jackie, I'm gonna let you go first because <laughs> I feel like I've been jaw jacking a lot.
3: Miss uh, Issa, Miss Issa, Miss Issa. Ah, uh, I, 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 I commend her for her her drive, her. Her blind optimism, her mm-hmm. "I'm gonna go get it and be great," but it it my whole rotation. <laughs> no, yeah. it it didn't work out. It didn't work out. Mm. It didn't work. But I like I said, at least she she stepped out there and tried to go date and do this and that and the third. You know, about ninety percent of America. They crying Mm-mm. and sulking and you, you know what I mean. But I, I'm disappointed in Issa too. She everybody made fun. Can we just Look. say this whole season <laughs> is about some terrible choices? Yes, terrible choices are
1: fucking. Let's
0: Yes.
3: Yes. It oh, but um, I think her first mistake was right. fucking the neighbor. You know what I'm saying?
0: Mm-hmm.
3: What get get out get outside of your <laughs> complex. Don't. Don't, well, don't eat! Don't
0: eat! Piss. Right, right, don't right. eat where
3: you piss, and piss where you eat, and all that good stuff. That, you know. And then, I I don't know what was wrong. Right. I know she wasn't looking for no relationship. She just kept saying she wanted to fuck. She mm-hmm. want She was just trying to get a smash. So, in the back of her mind, she still but in the back of her mind, she still mm-hmm. want to mm-hmm. get back with Lawrence. You see what I'm saying?
2: Mm-hmm. So.
3: I'm she took to
2: the out what... she took the man approach and was trying to fuck through it. Uh,
3: okay, okay. I were, that's funny. Like they that. were both
2: trying to fuck through it. Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: I don't know.
2: Good luck, <laughs> Good luck, everybody.
3: Yeah, good luck, everybody. And then Ethan just took my breath away Look! at the Look!
1: end. You know? I had tears.
3: Look, I'm gonna say it like this. I gonna like this. I, I thought I'm. I said it. I said it a while back mm-hmm. in a, a previous episode on the panel. I said she's gonna have to end mm-hmm. up moving in with Lawrence for some reason. But honey, when she went to the other door, honey, <laughs> I, the the other door
2: <laughs>
3: I was like, oh, child! <laughs> was
2: I was see that, that confused was what me, I was expecting. and that confused me because. On the one hand, it was it seemed like it was mm. set that she was gonna be moving in with the <laughs> mall, which shout out it's... to mall When I tell you Amal no. did not have this time for Easter, this whole fucking yes. episode, he was snatching <laughs> her eyebrows at every opportunity. <laughs> and if you if you catch his little facial expressions after he would say something yes. shady to her, he was getting pleasure out of it. It seems like he, mm-hmm. he, he likes trolling his sister. So I was here for that just because I like seeing genuine relationships between siblings and it's not just a I hate mm-hmm, you you mm-hmm. fucked my boyfriend in 10th grade or you know we're all lovey-dovey and never <laughs> do part and color purple all shit kind of like that so I liked seeing that but I was so confused because it seemed like she was going on a tour at the end she was mm-hmm. going and spending the night at everybody's house so I'm thinking is she moving in with Daniel or is she just on a tour because she told Amal she wasn't going to move in for four days, knowing her mm-hmm. ass didn't have anywhere to sleep that night. No, he said
1: five days.
2: I was, or does Amal live with Daniel? Yeah,
1: okay, yeah, yeah.
2: No, he said five days. He said she said five days, and she said four. And he was looking at her like, bitch, <laughs> ah, I'll right. drag you right now. You said five. Because that's <laughs> one less day he have to himself to do what he want and walk around right, naked right. and have sex wherever he wants. Yes, all of his rules <laughs> were triggering too. He, he was like, no shoes in the house. She's like, nigga, you don't even have carpet. He looked at her like, your friends can't use my shower. I was, and I was thinking to myself, I said, that is such a gay ass thing because what is happening? What has happened in your life where somebody's friends are abusing your shower. That Bye sounds like some real. gay shit.
1: No, um, yeah, Amal is is my favorite. Him and Kelly. Him, what? Oh, this... <laughs> I, I want him and Kelly. Oh, I thought all that shit that was shit. That was more <laughs> shade Amal. than the damn
2: Eclipse, but that's fine. But yeah, I want what? him and
1: Kelly. I want more of them next season. I want to see
2: more. I just, I want... I'm all to be fleshed out. Like, I want him to be upgraded to a permanent character so mm-hmm. that we can see more of his story. And the same thing, I know Kelly is a permanent character, but I want them to feature, like, I want them to feature the background people more so mm-hmm. we can see what their stories are. I'm very curious about Kelly's uh, story, which, shout out to Kelly for catching yeah. her period when she was the doing marathon. that um, mm-hmm. That marathon. They had her no. ass ripped up like <laughs> a Chipotle burrito. Yeah, she looks good I like I
1: said before she's like the actual oh, yeah. person and she's like slimming down cause
2: yeah. she, she I mean ugh. yeah she is she, cause I, I've seen clips mm-hmm. from season one she's definitely been losing weight uh, but mm-hmm. even Issa has lost a little bit of weight yeah,
0: she where she did. you didn't even right, really right, right. think
2: that she had weight to lose but she, she definitely lost a little weight mm-hmm. more definition in her face but mm-hmm. um I'm sorry, Miss Jackie. I don't know if you have more thoughts about Issa. I just had to get those thoughts out because mall no, is my... No,
3: no, no. I was, I'm I'm done with it. I'm, I, my motto is <laughs> choice hive, And, you know, but yeah, Issa, like you said, she was, everybody was trying to fuck through their pain and, you know, move along. And, yeah, but I just wasn't yeah. expecting her to do no whole rotation. You know?
2: <laughs> she didn't.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? She didn't, but she tried though. She tried her best.
2: She, she tried, but she she didn't. There was definitely no success.
3: Yeah.
2: In that rotation
3: Yeah, that's just crazy. But now I'm good with Issa. You know, and it, who what? <laughs> Without y'all, uh, got on Issa. Let's go ahead and
1: throw a little bit, pepper, a little bit more in there, real
2: quick. Uh, okay. So, uh, okay. so some of the LOL moments with Issa's th- uh, thirty days. <laughs> after they finished watching Do North. Okay. And she was like, y'all want to help me pack? <laughs> And she was like, well, what y'all want us to do? Oh, she was like, what you want us to do? And she says, you know, just uh, take care of my valuables. And Molly and Kelly were like, valuables? Like, where? <laughs> and Issa, she still had that lofty idea that I can move and live on my own and Kelly right. said bitch where you don't have no money it is, and I was oh that is so real damn she needed that chin check though she needed yeah, that, that chin check they were
1: playing Issa this whole um, Issa. episode well yeah no not like they Issa were was deliberately going after her but they were like you know look Tiffany oh I'm pregnant <laughs> Kelly's getting <laughs> hey she Molly needed that. She
2: needed that. Mm-hmm. but she needed that she needed that because I feel like Issa let her life slide off the rails because she was so focused on that hotation and trying to mm-hmm. fuck through the pain of losing Lawrence that she let everything else yeah, kind of fall off the rails. You know, she was yeah. making terrible decisions at work. Can we say I don't I don't like that situation with Frida. I don't I don't like it. I don't like that Issa stood up and took all the blame for it. I mean I guess to an extent it was majority dating. her fault because she went along with it. But, just like I said on a previous... well, A previous <laughs> episode that y'all will never hear because it's... it's <laughs> Um, I didn't like that situation because Frida sat there and had all these words for Issa and all of the dirty looks for Issa, but she didn't step yeah, she up and do shit me. on her own. She let mm-hmm. Issa do all the work. And then Issa's the one who implemented that idea, and now Issa has to take the fall for when... Frida, I'm sorry, but if you felt that strongly about it, then you should have stepped up and you should have done something. You should have said something. You should have pulled whatever that earthy lady is, their boss, you should have pulled her aside and told her that the reports were Mm -hmm. not accurate. You should have actually done something instead of sitting there stewing in your feelings like some goddamn gumbo Mm -hmm. and not taking any action. Like, that shit made me so mad because that is so representative of white people they will sit there and have all the angry words about something that they don't like but when it comes to action they have none, and that really pissed me off about Frida so Frida's kind of on my shit list and then out of all of it you don't take no action you let Issa do all the work and fall she takes the fall for it and then you get the promotion like if nothing else you should have been like you know what I'm not about that action as much as I thought I was, maybe I mm-hmm. shouldn't take this. Mm-hmm. But you know, white's going to white. Yeah. So, All right. that white man was, he was, mm-hmm. he was salty. Yeah, that white man was salty yeah, about Frida getting that when, job. I mean, I don't know. I feel like that whole situation, I don't know. I feel like Issa needs a new job at this point. I don't know where she's going to go, what she's going to do, but Issa needs a new job because mm-hmm. it's just, it's just not working in her favor.
1: Uh, um, no. Yeah, speaking hey. of, uh, kind of horrible choices or choices in general, the um, the tear-jerking moment for me was honestly that meet-up between her and Lawrence. Like that, everything about that last scene with them together really
2: like it was really. And when I rewatched it, I realized that they were dropping breadcrumbs leading up to that moment with. His fight with the partner, and then Issa calling, and the partner was like, "Well, there go, you pile of shit there," and yeah, she went full care on him, but he deserved it. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah,
2: she did. And then with Issa and the couch, the, the only thing worth mm. any fucking money that she had to sell because I was looking at her um, mm. her yard sale, and I was like, "Sweetie, this is a dumpster sale. This, <laughs> this is a dumpster sale." I don't. <laughs> And the only thing she had yeah. of any worth was the couch. But she didn't want to she didn't want to part with it because she had the emotional attachment. And then Lawrence coming through. And then Lawrence, she even gave yeah. him a window. I'm not gonna be here between these times. And he stayed so he could have that talk. I said, Finally we get some emotional growth out of these characters because they are young and they dumb and clearly they full of cum. But to see that emotional growth and him Finally, owning up to it and wanting to have that conversation, especially after yeah, last week, because they, whew, last week, <laughs> listen, they were like gladiators <laughs> in the damn yeah. arena last week. Oh my God. Um, and I thought that the, I thought that that was the the healthiest, most mature uh, conversation uh-huh. we've seen on this show to yeah. date.
1: Even from season yeah. one, I'll say yeah. it probably is because. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm talking about the whole about series and, Jared and how many other ways that could have went, you know, or how yeah, so yeah, I think I'm, I agree with you there. That was
2: Speaking of Molly, I don't think we said it before, but, Molly, I, it before, but I was proud to see yes, her yes. go back to therapy. Is her yeah. therapist Look. looks lit. I want to go to that therapist. Um, that books, office seems so
1: all that light.
2: Those, it just feels, it just mm-hmm. seems like such a positive space and her mm-hmm. therapist is down and cool <laughs> but yeah, anyway that, that back whole, to Lisa. Lisa. And, no, and we're on the good part of Isa. we're on the good part of Isa. I thought that the conversation was very it was good when, uh, when Lawrence said that he was sorry for not being who she expected mm-hmm. him to be and who he expected himself to be, I was just like oh my god, yeah my heart strings and then Issa was like i wanted to be better for you because of you but somewhere along the way i depended on you to be better for the both of yeah, us i said dang. oh shit y'all are really y'all are really going for the for the tear ducks see. on this one because that is so real it was so real, it was so real because a lot of people in relationships do that they expect their happen. partner mm-hmm. to to be the best for both of them versus them working yeah. together to be the best together. And then when she was shared that you needed me to be better for the both of us. And I didn't even know yeah. how to do that for myself. I was yeah. like, I was, Oh, I, oh it, this too it much. Came this, out of this is, this is actually know, too it, much.
1: It, it, I don't want to say it went left
2: because it was honesty. It was honesty that we have not seen them have with mm-hmm, each other. Mm-hmm. I think the whole series either. Except for when they had that fight. Now, they were mean right, to each right. other, but they there was still some honesty barbed underneath words. the right. barbed words. Mm-hmm. Jackie, yeah. did you,
1: you know, come, speaking from a, a different lens, did that uh, have the same effect on you at all?
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm I'm, like right there with Curtis. Um, mm. I was surprised he stayed, you know, you know, after she gave him that window. So we kinda knew what you know what was gonna happen, what what was um it was leading up to. But the conversation between those two, the the words that were chosen mm-hmm. in the script. Yeah. I, yeah. I think it was perfect. Just, was just done perfect. I I mm-hmm. they just everything was just done perfect. And um <laughs> I ain't cry. look this old little fart mm-hmm. didn't cry. you, you know <laughs> but
2: Ain't I'm, I'm glad they
3: finally talked. I'm. I wish it didn't take so long to talk, but you know they telling. You know right. they're telling the story, picking it apart. But things happen, mm-hmm. I guess, when it's supposed to happen. Right. hey, it happened. But here's my th- here's my question. For, for them, you think a whole that's it? For Lawrence? Uh-uh. For them mm-hmm. as a whole. I
1: don't. I think one of two. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Rain. She'd fuck you up and get rid of Lawrence, like not kill him. But, you know, you you get a show, you into it, and then they kill a main character. You're like, oh, shit, I don't know what might happen. She could get rid of him, and he'd not be on the show at all. You know, he could go back to where he's from. But I feel like from this point on, it's going to be learning how to kind of deal with a breakup, maybe even coexist and be friends, maybe but i don't I don't know because of that whole dream sequence that she went on, I don't know that they'll ever be together again, romantically anyways mm.
2: yeah. I think I agree. I feel like this is one of those things where it could go one or two ways that they show, like you said, learning how to live without an ex and maybe this is one of those things where they be they naturally come back together but it may take like one or two seasons however Mm -hmm. long hbo keeps renewing the series right um but that whole dream sequence that was the one thing that i had an issue with with Issa because it still showed us that even though she had that moment of honesty she was not completely honest and i don't know if that was because when she told lawrence that she still loved him and he said i love you too it was not Mm -hmm. quite what she was expecting but you know that told us that she still has desires and thoughts that she was keeping to herself not saying that she should have just came out and been like well look nigga you know we forgive each other and we still in love so i mean you're trying to go half on a baby or right, what right. like you trying to go half <laughs> on a marriage mm. and a baby um so it was interesting to see that or it could have been just a a visual a visual representation of Issa putting the things that she yeah, wanted with that. lawrence now, to be say
1: that that is good kudos
0: that's
2: yeah i i can see that i try i which, I mean, now that I think about it, it goes well with mm-hmm. her showing up on Daniel's door. But that's, again, that confuses me. I don't, I, I want to understand why she was at Daniel's door, but at the same time, she don't love no Daniel. I'm happy because that means we get more Daniel. I didn't want Daniel to not be on the show. But after, that sh- after the way she treated yeah. Daniel this whole series, to be honest, not even just this season, this year i mean he he mm-hmm. m- must love the shit out of her because let me tell you something <laughs> ain't no way in hell you going to tell me that i was an itch that you needed to scratch like i'm some fuck <laughs> like i'm a fucking chicken pox on your back <laughs> and i'm coming back for more oh.
0: and then the way that she
2: acted after he gave her you know, after he gave her mm. the cum shots felt around the world <laughs> she she did the most. And still, even if it's just a I'm letting you stay here for a day or two or move in or whatever the case may be, the fact that he's even willing to do that with her after she told him don't ever fucking call me again and basically called him a bad person and you did this on purpose. Now granted he made a yeah. he made a bad joke at a bad time. Mm. But it was clearly a joke. But that's kind of been the motif of the whole. Yeah. Their whole relationship with Issa just doing too much when it comes to him. So I'm. I mean, I know. When does Insecure come back? Like next July? Oh, shit. So we basically have to wait a year to see why the hell she was at Daniel's doorstep. Shout out to him because she was like, I'm sleeping on your couch. He when i he had that he had that big uh, mama tone big in his mama. voice like i know yeah and he was like you oh. ain't getting you ain't getting no more of yeah, this here sausage and out, i was like yeah. damn yeah that's... <laughs> she, she, she gave him the business and i'm still confused why the whole time i'm just looking at my screen like isa well, this is an know, occupational hazard I just thought it was weird that well, she thought he did it on purpose. I'm thinking to myself... How? How are you getting that he that he did it on purpose when he gave you warning that he was getting ready to come? Like, you've you been on the whole station, so you know how penis works when it's climaxing, so feelings. I was just That's confused on the whole that, thing.
1: That first but... feeling's been, I mean, it probably would have been disrespectful to her from anybody, but this motherfucker who, like she said, I did something... Special for you, or I did something because I thought there was spe- some kind of way she worded that she has feelings for Daniel, like she might try to deny it, but
2: <laughs> I'm not saying she doesn't have feelings for him, but I don't think she's in love with him. I think Daniel is a stand in yeah. for Lawrence, mm-hmm. he always has been as cool as he is and as good to her as he is. He's never going to be more to her than a stand in for Lawrence, the same way Molly. Can turn her back on all the good dudes that have come knocking at her door. It's the same thing with Issa. Like you, mm-hmm. you, you just a stand-in. Now maybe that'll change now that hopefully she has really grown emotionally mm-hmm. from her situation with Lawrence. But I don't know. That whole thing will be interesting to see. Hopefully we get. I just want to see more Amal. I was. Smile. I wanted her to move in with the mall. Hopefully she still is. Just so we can see him more often and not just have him peppered in here and there. But like I said, I want that for all the, all the characters except don't for Tiffany. So... Well, Tiffany and Derek, they, they I don't know, it. they annoy me for uh, some reason. Um,
1: and just...
2: <laughs> There's that. Also too. Um, yeah,
1: they
2: I like the characters, they're,
1: they're, though. There's their
2: bougie ass. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know. But they, they smart compete. and boo, yeah. though. Don't yeah. nobody
3: know their business. You know. But they, they let them know that yeah, we have problems and we was apart for a hot second. And then when somebody tries to say something, they don't they don't tell them their business. I don't,
2: I don't know. That they could be setting that up and then next season one <laughs> of them gonna have a lemonade cause <laughs> that's very Beyonce and Jay Z to me nobody in our business and then after we've already dealt with it and then the baby come Tiffany's like well by the way here's some blood orange lemonade and you're Close. just thinking damn girl y'all went through all that Tiffany's like yeah well, she is but I don't it's like y'all ring. in my business although I feel like I yeah they're like closer she, she
1: knew about the baby
2: yeah with the introduction of them clearly telling us that they are closer yeah. I feel like Kelly probably knows but he's a down ass bitch, so she's not gonna say nothing. Oh
1: man, I um I don't know. Um this <clears throat> finale felt good. It felt like even if they didn't get a season three, if this was it, it still was satisfying because I wouldn't know where everybody's going, but we would have you know, wrapped up with some things. But knowing that there's a season three, this has really um kind of cemented this show for me as one of my top favorites. Like from here on out. Like this good job to everybody working with this show in any capacity, like for real. So <laughs> y'all got any final thoughts or any thoughts over the season as a whole or the the show as a whole or just any extra little tidbits you wanna express?
3: <laughs> oh. The season as a whole, I, I liked. Every, you know, mm-hmm. as a whole, with season one and two, I, I loved it. I loved everything, yeah. even the title mm-hmm. of the shows of each episode.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I, I just loved it. I loved that concept. Just like you said, um, carefree. Just everybody who was involved from wherever, yes. uh, whatever yes. costume, writing, lighting, directing, just those to the whole crew and I'm super excited that they got season three already you know how sometimes Mm -hmm. a lot of people gotta wait till after the season's over and then you hear like three months down the road oh they got you know they got picked up no they got picked up before the season was over I don't even think it was
2: halfway done before they got picked up so
3: exactly
2: shout shout out to HBO yeah yeah I do have. Uh, I'm sorry, Miss Jackie. If I wasn't sure if you had anything else no, to say. I,
3: no, I was done. I, I, like I said, I'm just happy with everything because right now they mm-hmm. got everybody on the edge of their seats, trying to figure out what direction they're gonna go for next season, and it's just gonna be fun listening to everybody's scenarios. And then mm-hmm. when it finally does come back, you know, <laughs> we're gonna see who right, you right. know who might have been in the ballpark. So but y'all looking forward to it
2: looking forward to next Lisa. Um, one thing that I think we left out or I left out with Molly was shout out to Molly for being a real
0: mm-hmm.
2: friend to Issa and being like okay we can't go to on vacation so I'm going to bring the vacation to us that whole scene I thought was super cute how she was really showing Issa a good time knowing that Issa is beyond broke <laughs> which I can relate girl um that one scene where she where, where isa was like "Nah, girl i love you too much to stay yeah. with you when i tell you i felt that mm-hmm. on the bottom of my lungs i said that was <laughs> real <said> your
3: lungs <laughs>
2: because you know when i was uh earlier this year i was unemployed and i had gotten to the point where i was like okay i'm gonna have to if i don't get a job in like the next a couple of weeks I'm going to have to give up my apartment and I was running through the list of okay where am I going to go because I don't have a good relationship with my family and thinking of people and I had that thought like okay I mean I love you but mm-hmm. it's going to be a no go for staying with you um, so I really felt that in my spirit And then shout out again to Molly when she was like, here's to some being black girl magic shit. And Issa was like, bitch, magic, we ain't nothing but some tricks. So I wanted to say shout out to Peebs, aka Kashan, aka the PBG Mm -hmm. on Twitter. Um, That's one of my friends that lives out in DC. She's actually the one that coined that phrase, even though she didn't get her Uh just due for it until recently. So shout out to her for having your catchphrase be on this amazing Come show. On, shut up. Um Okay. And overall, like like I agree with Mrs. Jackie, but the season has been very it's been a good season. You know, they've given us a lot of a lot of turns and, and a lot of different things to discuss and points of discussion and the writing has been on point and I think the thing that I love the most about the show is, I think something similar to what you were saying before, Rain, is even if you can't relate straight up with one character one of the characters is going to have a scenario that you can't relate to because when I was thinking about it for the most part, I can't relate straight up to any of the characters, but they all have certain either character traits or they have situations that they're going through that I can't relate to most notably like I said the situation with Molly and you know Mm. trying to get her coins which get your coins so I'm excited for the next season I'm glad that they got renewed early on and I can't wait to see what is in Issa's head and she and her writers and what they bring to the screen I hope for more or should I say continued success for all of the characters on the show um, I know things have started to pop off for Yvonne Orji, who plays Molly. Uh, I think she's going to be on, like, in movies and doing different things. So shout mm-hmm. out to her. I know Issa's working on different projects. Hope to see oh, nice. more yes, Natasha yes. Rothwell, who plays Kelly, and give us more Amal. Show mm-hmm. I want Amal <laughs> to have a full storyline because then that'll that'll just that'll be the icing on the cake. Like if there's a gay boy on there navigating his life right. As you can tell I'm all have some shit going on. So I would I would be glad to see that and Look. can't wait for there season 3.
0: Yes.
1: Um well okay well shit mm-hmm. close to the end. Um give me your favorite character of this episode and maybe even if it's the same for the season that's fine too. But uh favorite character and then maybe favorite um scene of this this episode
3: <laughs> Okay. Uh, my favorite character okay. is Chad. Mm. That is that is my favorite character. He didn't even have a whole lot of scenes throughout the um the season, but when he when he was on the mm-hmm. screen, he was on the screen. Mm-hmm. You know he he made his presence known, and I, I just love his timing with everything yeah. with everything. <laughs> and I, I remember when Issa went to the crib
2: yes. when she was <laughs> looking for Lawrence,
3: but he was there, and he and he answered the door, and I'm like, damn, he's looking at Issa like Issa uh, a snack, you know what I'm saying? I'm just like, mm,
1: so didn't
3: he don't care. Yeah, mm-hmm. he okay. He's like, man, did she always
2: used to look like that? But anyway, but yeah, can that my... beet juice, <laughs> sipping on that yeah. beet juice, stru- beet juice through a straw.
3: <laughs> but he is my favorite character, and um, man, my favorite scene. I don't. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's too hard. That's ooh. Oh, okay. My favorite scene is when um, Bank Bay <laughs> called Lawrence to, um, <laughs> ah, a
1: ah you He a good
3: dude.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah he had that. his That's, ass on fire. Yeah, that That's
3: my favorite thing. You know, ah, I'm a fan of right. Banky, and i yeah, that was
2: that was him. a good one. Hell, that
0: oof. I felt that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Even the good, we all, felt everybody that. felt that. Listen, here was niggas on Twitter right? talking about oh, Lauren Cobb ah, might I be saw dissolved. That, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was, God. she let that yapa spray.
1: Mm-hmm. Woo! What about you, Curtis? Oh, man. Character insane.
2: Uh Let's see. My favorite character <laughs> is <laughs> Kelly <laughs> of this episode and the series. Like, Kelly, just like, uh, just like Miss Jackie was saying about Chad's timing and presence on screen to me that was Kelly too Kelly whenever she was on the screen she delivered and knowing that the majority of her lines are ad libs makes it that much funnier to me and really notes how good she is as an actress and then when I watched the one wind down where they basically were saying that she is nothing like Kelly in real life yeah. Yeah, she was I don't remember which episode that was, but one of the wind-downs cuz you know everyone I was sad that they didn't have one for this episode, but maybe they'll give us something different. Um but yeah, when she had Natasha on the on the couch and Natasha was like, "Kelly don't care about nothing and I care about everything." I said, "Oh, well that and she said, but it was one of those things where she was saying that she likes playing the character yeah. because she has that freedom and she can say the first thing that comes on on to her mind and she just has mm-hmm. that talent that comedic knack to deliver yeah. funny lines off off rip. um my favorite scene my favorite scene of this episode was definitely the scene between Leesa and Lawrence just because I feel like mm-hmm. we don't get enough positive depictions of that honesty and that growth between two characters that have been through a lot of shit together Mm -hmm. um and my favorite my favorite scene of the season mm, it might be the scene with that party that Issa had at her house Mm -hmm. because that was so (laughs) chaotic and it was so much going on and it had Thug Yoda (laughs) Thug Yoda is one of my favorite characters on the show too yeah, I was low key hoping that he and Kelly would yeah. get together, so we could see more of him. But at the same time, I realized that Kelly ain't about that. She yeah, she's on the up and up. But shout out to her <laughs> new boo. Shout out to Sweetie.
1: I was surprised that we didn't <laughs> well, see him during
2: was, her yeah. marathon thing. He
1: ain't on that
2: yet. <laughs> but she was on one episode. She was right, talking right, about right, meeting right. his parents yeah. and shit, yeah. or something like that. But anyway, those are my, I think those are my, my favorite. Kelly is my mm-hmm. favorite character and then those are my two my favorite scene of the season and my right. favorite scene of this um, episode. I
1: don't know. What about I'm, I'm Mr. Ho? torn because it was all so great. I want to say Amal, but I won't say him only because he we didn't see him as much. Um, but of this episode, he is my favorite. Like, cause, just by default. Um... But I probably have to go with a Chad and Kelly too. Like honestly, because Issa, Molly, and Lawrence are great, but they're so heavy, and they don't—they are not as funny as their friends to me. They got funny moments, but again, Chad and Kelly seem to always have this presence even when they're not cracking jokes. Just I, I enjoy seeing them come on screen, so I say, uh, uh yeah, and a little bit of drama. Hell, Choice Hive, everybody's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> oh but no I'll, I'll just stick with them all and let that be my favorite this episode. um favorite scene honestly was um was the oh. dream sequence because I um I just liked the way that it came right off of that very kind of touching, powerful emotional scene and I believed it for a second. I was like, okay, if they're going into a season three, if this is how it ends, with this, like, dream sequence, I thought maybe they would break up, and I thought, okay, maybe this is real, and we're fast-forwarding, and alternate timelines, you know how my damn geeky mind works, but that dream sequence was very much like a 90s <laughs> black movie to me, like, it, it just gave me Jason's lyric, and, you know, Martin and Livingston, like, it gave me this... Okay nostalgic feeling that i haven't had in a while so i'll say just the sequence itself was really probably my favorite of the uh the episode Whew, still <laughs> so yeah That's what's up oh god y'all thank you this this has been oh so insecure shit i'm i'm feeling good y'all <laughs>
2: I, I feel good, but at the same time, I feel shitty because we have to wait well, like shit. 11 you months.
0: Know, it, <laughs> yep.
2: It's, it's going to be a long <laughs> yeah, wait, y'all. Yeah, yeah.
1: Back right. on for uh, Also Insecure uh, next season because I'm definitely going to be reviewing Insecure again. So I'm just. Oh, golly. Um, yeah, I mean.
3: <laughs> I'm excited. No, thank you thank for coming on. Yes. <laughs> thank you for having me, Yes. Thank you for having me for a second time. Um, I guess go ahead and plug you all stuff. Just let everybody know
1: where they can find you and stalk you and
0: all
3: that online. <laughs> hey, y'all, it's I'm Just Jackie. Instead of giving you all these little social media handles, okay. just go straight to my website, it's I'mjustjackie.com. And you can find all my social media platforms, my store, um, mm-hmm. the pod panel episodes, and and much more. So, thank you for mm-hmm. rocking with me, guys.
2: Shout out to the other half of the mm-hmm. pod panel, John and Andrew and Q. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys can find me on pretty much all social media as Trillificent and you can find my show at GaySideStories.com and that'll have links to the show's social media and links to the actual shows where you can find the show my guests, etc, etc
1: and uh, you know y'all can find me at CarefreeBlackNerd.com um, on Twitter CarefreeBlurred because again somebody similar to Um, You can also catch me on the pod panel uh, occasionally, because there are six of us, and uh, we are not always all on at the same time. Um, Yeah, so big shout-out to the rest of the pod panel. Big shout-out to everyone listening for going on this ride with me uh, while I took my hiatus from my main show. Uh, You've been rocking with me for the Oh So Insecure, so I do appreciate that. And um, shit, just it's all love, thanks y'all stay uh,
3: carefree <laughs> thank you y'all know we hooking up soon
1: yes, we indeed. hooking up soon so, um, mm. alright y'all that's it just uh, stay insecure and wait for season 3
2: No, don't stay insecure secure your weed
3: yes yes secure God, your eyebrows yeah.
2: to
1: get a molly weed
2: Going <laughs>
3: oh, y'all better stop! I'm out. Uh, in I'm in the bathroom, y'all. weed. I
2: I'll wait a I'll wait a few minutes before you come Shut out. Down. Let me go back if to the table know. first. Weed, all the weed. <laughs>